Welcome to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie J. Clark. Rediscovering Normal is all about living life differently than the world expects you to. It's about finding your faith and being led by the Spirit in all that you do. Life is hard, but when you're rediscovering normal, you can find joy and peace in the challenges when you do life with Jesus. So grab your Bible and join me as we begin rediscovering normal together. Hi friend, I'm so happy you're here. Today we're going to talk about obedience. This isn't easy to do and certainly takes practice, but hopefully after this episode, you'll be encouraged to start submitting to obedience because it means you will live out God's calling on your life. Submitting yourself to the Lord's will over your own desires is hard. My pastor once said, sometimes the Lord will smack you with a two by four to get your attention, but he doesn't usually start with a two by four. It's true, isn't it? So often the Lord is asking us to do something, but we're stubborn and we seem to be content with our diminished capacity for life. Eh, we just go through the motions of life, watching others chase their dreams on social media. My two by four was my divorce. I could not keep going through life with this passionless attitude. I needed to figure out how to fill my cup. It's so important to keep your cup filled to give your best to your family in order to do what the Lord has planned for you and give him all the glory. My corporate job was not allowing me to serve the Lord. I was doing everything I could to fill my cup, but my job was a hole in my cup that continued to drain me. I was unable to keep my cup filled. Take a moment and think about this. What is the hole in your cup? What's draining you? Is the Lord asking you to leave or quit whatever that hole is? Are you fighting him on what he's asking you to do? You have to start paying attention to what the Lord has called you to do. You need to crush any limiting belief that the enemy is using to hold you back. I have always wanted to work for myself. I wasn't sure what I'd be doing, but I knew I'd be my own boss someday. I felt called to write a book and become an Enneagram coach, but I had a fear holding me back. I finally pushed the fear aside and started to write, but I struggled with leaving the security of my constant paycheck, 401k, and health insurance. I had a limiting belief that I needed to be the one supporting my family because that's how it's always been. From the moment I graduated college and started working, I was the breadwinner. I learned that I needed to embrace the unknown and step into uncomfortable territory. I needed to let my husband take control and support our family. I left my six-figure corporate job and the security of health insurance and a 401k to say yes to God's plan for me. That may seem like an impulsive decision, but it had been brewing for years If you've been around since the beginning, you may remember that I lost my job shortly after my divorce. Luckily, I was able to find another job quickly, but let me tell you, that job was rough. It was nothing like the job I was let go from, and I was longing to go back. To keep a long story short, I tried and tried to go back to my previous job that I loved so much, and I ended up doing just that. However... This time, I didn't love it as much. To be fair, it was a slightly different position, 
but the Lord graciously showed me that I thought I loved this job so much because it was my stability at that time. The stress of the job didn't matter because my home life was much more stressful than work. Fast forward to going back to that job, I was getting married to the most patient man and home life was now my safe place. But that meant the stress of the job was no longer worth it. So for over two years, my husband and I were talking about what it would take for me to be home. I tried so hard to go back to the job that I was let go of, only to then want to leave it almost as soon as I got back. Isn't God funny in that way? I believe I was let go because God knew I wouldn't leave on my own. So he kicked me out. I tried so hard and wanted so badly to go back that God let me have what I thought I wanted, only to realize that my true desire was him and living out his plan for me. After a few years of being back at that company, I made the decision to leave in order to stay home with our kiddos so I could be wife and mom first, while I also got to build a business in the margins of the day. We're coming up on almost a year since I've been home. It has not been easy, and the enemy fights me as I continue to level up and achieve my goals. But I read a quote or heard a quote somewhere, and it said, The enemy fights entrepreneurism because your business creates systems that break the curse of poverty. No wonder the enemy came at my family so hard after I decided to leave my comfort zone. A very dear friend of mine said it best. When you start making moves for the kingdom, you ask to have a target put on your back. Ugh, that's so, so true. As soon as I started listening to God's plan for my life and stopped doing things my way, things got really hard. But on the other hand, life also became so much more peaceful. What limiting belief do you have? What excuses are you telling yourself? You need to stop being content with this sense of diminished capacity. You need to find a passion. And before you start chasing your dreams, make sure you're chasing after Jesus first. Starting a business or working towards your own goals will not come easy. If you're like me, you've tried many things and failed. Here's the thing. When you continue to chase your dreams that aren't God's plan, he may let us have our way. Just like he didn't stop Adam and Eve from taking the fruit in the garden, he doesn't stop you from pursuing something you want for yourself. He lets you have what you want because he wants to be your true desire. You will realize that what you think you want will always fall short of your hopes and dreams. So start chasing Jesus instead of your dreams, and you will have everything you need to live a life you've prayed for. Go ahead, grab your Bible, because I promise you'll want to highlight this verse. Luke chapter 16, verse 10 says, Whoever is faithful in very little is also faithful in much. Once you decide to embrace the unknown of being obedient to his plan, everything changes. He will begin to ask you to do little things before he asks you to do big things. 
Have you ever had a random thought about someone and felt that you should send an encouraging text? Or maybe you felt you needed to gift something to someone, but you weren't really sure why. Our thoughts can be a way of God speaking to us and asking us to do something. These thoughts may seem small and insignificant, but it's the Lord's way of testing to see if you will be faithful with little. Because when you're faithful with little, you will be trusted to be faithful with much more. The best analogy for obedience I read in Jennifer Allwood's book, Fear is Not the Boss of You. She compares how parents expect their children to listen. You ask your child to do something and expect them to be obedient and follow your directions. So why do you not do the same when the Lord asks you to do something? Maybe you have more than one child and one of them listens better than the other. If you need help, who are you going to go to? To the child who fights you and gives you excuses or the child who is willing to help without any questions asked? Every time, I'm going to the child who doesn't push back on me. It makes me wonder if God eventually does the same with us. Does he decide to go to a child who will be obedient without questions if we keep questioning him and not acting on what he's told us to do? I don't want to miss out on the chance of seeing what God can do with my life, and I'm guessing you don't want to miss out on the wonderful gifts he has for you either. You have to embrace the unknown of being obedient. God gives great gifts to his children who listen to him. I pray you always have discernment to know his voice and be obedient to experience the true joy and peace God has planned for your life. All in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Rediscovering Normal podcast. Could you do me a huge favor? If you felt the Holy Spirit moving in you during this episode, could you give it a five-star rating or leave a review wherever you're listening? And please share it with someone who may need this message as well. This is the number one way that others find out about the podcast. And if you want to keep in touch, find me on Instagram. Okay, friend, until the next episode, keep rediscovering normal every day with Jesus.